You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Locked On Texas. Sit down somewhere. Listen to the Locked On Texas podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, Cody. And, and please tell me, just okay, guys, listen. We do a lot of promotions on this show. Please tell me you guys are listening to the show on the brand new Himalaya app. Please, if you're not, let me tell you what you can do. You can get Locked On Texas on the brand new podcasting app Himalaya as well as Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And whenever you get in your car, you know what else you can do? What you can do, John? You can tell your smart device to play Locked On Texas on Locked On Podcast Network. Woo! Do we got some discussions for today? Oh yeah, we got I feel like this is going to be a debate show. Well, first and foremost, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. I I'm feel uh, great. I know you just had a nice pre-show mm-hmm. uh, while I was sitting here doing notes. I already did my notes. You wanted to have fun. I did my notes on the call while I was waiting for you. Oh, wow. Don't You didn't have to put me on blast. I mean, like you, you put me on blast. I did put you on blast. Well, then. What we're going to do today is put a couple people on blast for some of their comments regarding the Houston Texans, right? Mm-hmm. This will be a... I wouldn't necessarily say put them on a blast. blast. No, yeah, yeah, that's probably not the right choice of words, but... Um, we're going to have a discussion, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to talk about it because there's a lot of anticipation regarding one man and what he can do for the offense. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of anticipation regarding the man and what he has continued to do for this offense and then moving forward. Mm-hmm. So we're going to break that down in today's episode. When we get back, let's go ahead and get it cracking. Locked on Texans podcast on the Locked on Podcast Network. And you can argue that sports.com. Don't go nowhere. Welcome back in, everybody. Uh, Locked on Texans podcast, Locked on Podcast Network. Hey, you know what's exciting to hear? Lonnie Johnson Jr. has tremendously improved during these OTAs and practices. So much so that he's caught the attention of some of his teammates, mm-hmm. uh, some of his coaches as well. Listen, we know out of Kentucky, he was a big corner with good size. We know that. Snagged him in the second round. 6'2", uh, ran a 4.39, bench press 225, 15 times. You know who really liked him in the last couple of days at OTAs and practices? Who was it? Well, second year safety. Justin Reed. This is what Justin Reed had to say. Really encouraging. He's a real big kid. He's a big kid, almost bigger than me. You see it when he plays. You see it on the practice film. He knows how to use his size and speed well, which is one of the good things about having good corners. They know how to use exactly what they have to body those big receivers, and he's going to be going up against big receivers and shifty receivers. So he's fast. He can keep up with the likes of T.Y. Hilton. He's a big receiver, so he can keep up with the likes of guys that are his height or higher. So that's good to hear um, about, <clears throat> excuse me, Lonnie Johnson Jr., especially considering when everything first kicked off with OTAs, 
you know, the reports came out that he was grasping for air, you know, uh, really had to get adjusted to the NFL and had a difficult time with breathing because this is not the college game anymore. But moving along, Cody, a quick discussion, right? We're going to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And I want to let you bring up where the question came from. First and foremost, shout out to Mike Bullock. Mike Bullock is the a contributor for SB Nation Battle Red blog. Um, if you guys are unfamiliar with that, but you guys are Texans fans, I'm pretty sure you 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 are. Um, Battle Red blog is the blog site that covers the Houston Texans for SB Nation. Yesterday, he posted a interesting article that got me and John, you know, debating to an a certain to a certain extent and even agreeing with him to a certain extent. So he posted this question and the in the in the question is Houston Texans wide receivers. The newest greatest show on turf. Now I'm pretty sure you guys are familiar with and for you younger guys who may not be familiar with the greatest show on turf, the greatest show on turf came from the St. Louis Rams of the late 90s and early 2000s who was led by Kurt Warner and Marshall Falk led St. Louis Ram to a Super Bowl title. I mean, I can't remember which which one it was. The late '90s, early 2000s were this was their generations of the Kansas City Chiefs. Throughout the article, he's talking about Deshaun Watson and all of the potential weapons he can have throughout the 2019 season. Um, of course, you know um, DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller if he comes back healthy, Kiki Kute, Jordan Thompson, and of course, Warren, the new tight end that the Texans draft this offseason. So, John, I'm going to ask you this. Do you think that Mr. Bullock has a point that the Houston Texans could be the newest, greatest show on turf? Around the... Oh my God! So <laughs> it, it, it's a greatest, fun question. The greatest show on turf for the St. Louis Rams, now the L.A. Rams, mm-hmm. the 1999-2000-2001 season Rams. Mm-hmm. And I think to be the greatest show on turf, you have to at least have those crazy offensive numbers mm-hmm. along with a Super Bowl appearance. And and like well, I wouldn't necessarily I say to, I have to see that. You, I wouldn't necessarily say along with a Super Bowl appearance because, like I like I alluded to just a few minutes ago, the St. Louis Rams of the late nineties, early two thousands were their generation of what we are seeing from the Kansas City Chiefs, and right now they are the greatest, the the new version of the greatest show on turf. You just take a look at their numbers. Last year, they posted 565 total points, 6,800 total yards. And I get that. But here's my thing. Mm-hmm. Within those, that three-year span, we know the St. Louis Rams. They went to, I they, believe, two Super Bowls. They lost and they won. They lost such a heartbreaker, too. So they lost one and they won one, but they mm-hmm. still made it to the Super Bowl. You're right. You have to make it to the Super Bowl, and I need to see a result of a win in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So going into this, going into this season, once again, does the Houston Texans have a chance to be the greatest show on turf? No. Mm. And here's why: when we look at previous seasons. Excluding those St. Louis Rams. Mm-hmm. Well, we have to look at the 2013 Denver Broncos. That offense with Peyton Manning broke the touchdown 
what was it, 55 touchdowns in a season, mm-hmm. 5,000 plus yards. Everybody had ridiculous numbers. You got to look at that team. They made it to the Super Bowl and they lost, but you made it to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Here's my point. We also have the 2007 undefeated oh, New England Patriot. When no, they, they, no they, they got defeated. Well, they got defeated, but <laughs> the regular season, but they also what? Made it to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And Randy Moss posted crazy numbers and he broke the single season record for, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, most touchdowns by a receiver in a season. Not only that, you also have to look at the 2011 New Orleans Saints. That offense was ridiculous. It was crazy. Drew Brees was robbed of an MVPs in that season. And I think that offense was better. Even with the Saints, that 2011 Saints. They won a Super Bowl previously, and they didn't make it back. But in that time span, especially that year that Drew Brees didn't win that MVP, mm-hmm. uh, when they went 13-11 and 11 and Drew Brees was, ri- I mean, <laughs> ripping it up. I believe that team is better. I get what you're saying, but he's not. Mr. Bullock is not basing it off past teams. He's basing it off of going into the 2019 season. Those were great teams, but he's asking going into the 2019, can the Houston Texans say they are the greatest show on turf? I agree with I agree with you. No, because there are three teams that I do believe have a better offense of course i just spoke of the kansas city Chiefs. um the team that you just talked about you talked about the 2011 saints i'm gonna go with the 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 saints team that we just saw last year 13 and 3 they scored 527 points and also recorded 6067 yards even though net one of those teams the chiefs and the saints did not make the super bowl there's another team who actually made the super bowl and lost against your new england patriots that is of course no the fact but the 2017 16 falcons the mvp year for matt ryan they made it to the super bowl i'm talking about this past season the los angeles rams who actually made the super bowl and they posted 504 total points, and it recorded 6,783 yards. Just based off of what the Texans are going, are looking like in 2019, can they upsize those three teams? And there are other teams I believe they have. It's, it's a long stretch. It's, it's a stretch, but here's the thing about this Houston Texan team moving forward. The biggest, the biggest question, because... In the before we got to this segment, mm-hmm. to this debate, conversation, discussion, I mentioned that there was one man and there's the man. Mm-hmm. Well, right now I'm going to bring up one man. What have what do we always say? If 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 was a fifth, where would we be? Mm-hmm. All drunk. If Will Fuller can stay healthy, healthy for 15, 16, if we can get 14 games, what he can do. For the offense, will change the dynamic. One year he had seven touchdowns and 11 catches. That's absurd. And when he's hot and when him and Watson are clicking, do you know what that does for DeAndre Hopkins? So the possibility of going into this season, a team like the Texans, like the Houston Texans, Mm -hmm. that was ranked last season. Here was their rank offensively. Points per game, 25, 11th in the league. 
Yards per game, middle of the pack, 15th in the league. Passing yards per game, a little bit over the middle of the pack at 17. Rushing yards, 8 per game at 126. So, this is a Houston Texan team. You have the rushing per game with an offensive line that was bad last year. Mm-hmm. You still were ranked top 10 in the league. That's a positive, right? Because yeah. now you go get Howard. You go mm. get Sharpen. You make up. You bring in guys. You get some healthy guys back like Henderson. Now you can bring that out of a better running game. Yeah. And with that offensive line improvement that we are expecting and need, well, now Deshaun Washington is not running for his life. Now he's not getting sacked 62 times, and now he has more time to make decisions. When you look at right at 25 per game last year for points per game at 11, you're right outside of that top 10. And I think that is where the Houston Texans will end up being if everybody is healthy in the top 10. There are going to be games where we are just hot. Fuller is connecting. Hopkins is connecting. Kiki is killing the middle. And then you have uh, Atkins. And then you have uh, Anderson out there. And then you have, well, everybody is now hoping to be the next guy with Warren. That offense sounds crazy. And then you have a running back by committee with a, a former who's looking to be healthy because what have we been saying about him? Yeah. So these teams that we've seen that we're discussing, like the Rams, who were the original greatest show on turf, like the New England Patriots in 2007, like those Broncos, like those, like those Saints in 2011, everybody came into that season already outside of Randy Moss, and they made changes. You bring in Peyton Manning, and he does what he does. But there was not no, hey, man, if he could do this. Peyton Manning had that if as well because of his shoulder. His neck. His, his neck, the, the neck injury. But with those ifs and questions surrounding around it, Peyton Manning delivered. Randy Moss came in, and his if was, can he be the Randy Moss we've seen before? Because he was in Oakland. If he's a, a shell of himself, this is not going to work, and he'll get cut or released. If he's Randy Moss, well, you'll get 22, 23 touchdowns in a season. And you break the single season record. You know what? Can the Saints keep it going? Was this just a one-time thing? That was an if. But when, when Drew Brees came back the next year, he had an MVP type of year. You know what? I'm glad that you broke last year's numbers down because I'm starting to take a different stance. I'm starting to agree with Mr. Bullock here. I can't do it. Because think of, you basically you you basically just contradicted if, yourself, No, 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 because here's my last like, my like, 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 like you just said. And for you, if... Do you think it's a big if? Everything is an if. But if all these guys say, yes, did the Patriots go to the Super Bowl? Yes, those Broncos go to the Super Bowl? Yes, in that span that the new uh, the New Orleans Saints had, did they go to the Super Bowl? Yes. Do you believe this year the Texans have a chance to even make a conference final? Yes. Once again, once again, it all depends on. If they stay healthy, even Mr. Bullock said it in his article. If they stay healthy, especially the guy that he pointed out, Kiki, Kiki Kuti. Do you love me? <laughs> like I, I'm starting to like you broke down there, and the, and the part that that part that made me start taking a, a a stance is this: we know how terrible their offensive line was last year, and they were still. I don't want to say a middle of a pack offense, but they they was right up there. I looked at according to um 
CBS Sports, they actually ranked 13 in the in total offense last year. That was they with did. a sorry offensive line. If the way that they re, they reconstructed this offensive line this year, and if everybody stays healthy, we're not just talking about Wilf, we're not just talking about Kiki, we're talking everybody. about everybody from Deshaun Watson all the way to DeAndre Hopkins. If everybody can stay healthy with a new and improved offensive line, I don't know, John. I'm 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 starting to believe. Cause think about it. Look at look at what they did last year with a sorry offensive line, with the injuries that they battled all throughout the season. Just think if if the Texans do not have that problem throughout 2019, they can have that title as the newest, greatest show on turf. I just, I just like, I kind of feel like you're contradicting yourself a little well, bit because you're saying that. no, but yet at the same time, ifs, right? You're right. Here's a, here's it's a, a, always a, a lot of ifs. facts. DeAndre Hopkins is the best receiver in the league. So you already got the best okay. receiver. Here's another fact. Went on the field through 16 games. He he played a full season last year. We mm-hmm. saw what Deshaun Washington did his rookie year. Mm-hmm. He is an amazing quarterback. Talent. Potential is through the roof. You're right. He can make plays. Those are facts. Mm-hmm. Here where the ifs get really iffy. I mentioned rookies, and I mentioned guys who have had lingering injury issues. There's only so much of me that can lean on rookies to make that big of an impact. To jump them up 11 spots. I get what you're saying, but at the end of the day... I, I don't think, I don't I, think top I don't 10 is fair. I don't think you're listening to what I'm saying. Look at the numbers that you broke down and that was with a sorry offensive line and with injuries. You reconstructed your offensive lines. These players, let's say they are healthy. Once again, Mr. Bullock has a point. They can they can possibly end up as the best offense in the league and I'm not going to say Kansas they have City to make is in the league. Th- I understand that, but once again, I'm not about to sit here and say they have to make the Super Bowl in order to have that title because Kansas City, what? They was uh, an overtime away from making the Super Bowl. The right, same thing with the earlier, New Orleans Saints. And they was, the, was, one, they was the top two offenses in the league last season. My, my point earlier was in the span, we would have to see it. So we know they didn't make it last year. Mm-hmm. The possibility of them making it this year is so, slim because the AFC has gotten tougher. Yeah, they the have. division has gotten way better. Yes, they have. You look at what the Kansas City Chiefs do on offense. You look at what the uh, healthy uh, Green Bay Packers with Aaron Rodgers for 16 games, the possibilities that he can bring. You look and look at the K- Cleveland uh, Browns, what they can possibly do. And they're bringing in guys that are in the league already. You bring, you brought in Odell. You bring in Kareem Hunt after eight games. You still have Jarvis Landry. You have a Baker Mayfield in his second year. The possibility of that not banking on guys of, well, we haven't seen him play in the NFL regular season game yet. That scares me. Do I think that they end up top 10? Yes, I do. Fully healthy. But not over at least those guys. Not over at least the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's just me. I, I like the question. I think it's fun. It's a fun topic, but that's just me. But, John, the only guy that Mr. Bullock listed that's a rookie right now is Warren. Hopkins. You also got to look at the the line play. My point exactly. So, we know that the offensive line is going to be better. The only way the the offensive line could be a total disaster, possibly worse than last year, is if Titus Howard is a bust and you look at Matt Khalil – 
he's, I don't know, get injured once again. That's the only way. Once again, the guys that Mr. Bullock listed, the only one that's a rookie is Warren. Jordan Thomas showed us something last year. Kiki Kute showed us something last year. Will Fuller always shows something. He just can't never stay healthy. Then, of course, you got Hopkins and Watson. We know what they can do. We, right, we know what they I can do. I added those as facts. Hey, guys, remember you can get this show every day just by subscribing to Locked On Texas on the new Himalaya podcast app. In every expanding podcast world, you need Himalayas. Himalayas because you're a player with their personal curated playlists and new features every day. Guys, they just don't stop working, Cody. They just don't do it. That's why you need the Himalaya app. Download Himalaya app at your app store and subscribe to Locked On Texas. When we get back, we talked about a man, but now let's talk about the man. You ready? Yeah. Don't touch that dial, Locked On Texas podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans. Man, man, man. One day we're going to get on Twitter and just do a whole live show so the audience can see what in the world you and I talk about during break. Got to. Twitter and Facebook. We just do it all. And they need to see our faces so they can know who we are. No, I don't want them to see my face. Yeah, well, if, they, if we get on Twitter and do a live show, they're going to see our face. You're right. I'm going to wear a paper bag over my head or something. Like a Saints fan. And with that being said, that's it for Locked On Texans. And no, it I'm, is not. I'm just out. That's not it for the Locked On Texas. Not yet. What we have to talk about is, I alluded to talking about the man. Cody, who's the man? Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. The guy that's the Texan savior of the franchise. Finally, the quarterback guards have smiled upon the Houston Texans, and we have a quarterback. And a year after he gets hurt in the first few games of his rookie season, he comes back the next year, and he posts amazing franchise numbers. 68% per, uh, percent on his passes, 26 touchdowns, 9 interceptions, franchise best, 103 passer rating. And through weeks 11 through 17, Attempted 207 consecutive passes without an interception, Mm -hmm. which is currently the longest streak in the NFL. Guys, we are talking about a guy who has a very high ceiling. We are talking about a guy who was drafted in the same draft as Pat Mahomes, and he's holding his own when he's on the field. We're talking about a guy who has a very high ceiling. You have his potential, his talent, his skill level, and his production. And if you say his skill level his, his, his ceiling is still high, that's a lot of praise. Am I right or wrong? Oh, yeah, you, you most definitely right. Deshaun Watson is the guy for the Houston Texans. If you think about a car, you don't go anywhere without your engine. You don't go anywhere without your quarterback in this league. This is a quarterback league. This is a league that are that that, that is giving out crazy numbers contract-wise <laughs> to the top quarterbacks in the league. Mm-hmm. Not even top quarterbacks in the league. We saw Kirk Cousins, who is... Known throughout the league as not even a top six or seven quarterback, he got an $83 million guaranteed period contract. Mm-hmm. So Deshaun Watson is a guy who we're looking at what he can do possibly moving forward. We have a new uh, a quarterback guru, quote-unquote. And here's what Bill O'Brien had to say about his quarterback going into OTAs and into the future for the season. He has proved a great deal. Just his mastery of our offense how our offense operates, the communication of our offense. This is what Bill O'Brien said. Hmm. 
He's done an excellent job. He's a very bright, very bright guy. Works very hard. All he wants to do is what's best for the team. All he wants to do is win and help the team. He's getting better every day, every hour, every second, every minute. Cody, what you got to say about Deshaun Watson? I was going to ask you something about Deshaun Watson. What you got to say? Do you think going into 2019, do you think he's a top 10 quarterback? Has he established himself as a top 10 quarterback? I love that you said that. A few days ago, I'm just reading, reading some articles. That's what I like to do sometimes. Cody, I love to read your articles. My man is now on a Texans wire. Woo-woo. He's also, who else do you write for, Cody? A long list of people. Cody yeah, never I, stops working. I, I just never stop working. I you work don't stop working. Seven. The, me- the best website publication he writes for is, you can argue that sports, but you can check that out. Mm-hmm. You can argue that sports.com. But I was reading Battle Red Block, and... They were ranking quarterbacks. Who was it? Their whole entire staff? Everybody. Uh, well. But you don't have to go name by name. You just tell me. Matt Weston. Matt, okay. You can follow him on Twitter at MBW987. The article came out on the 17th of May, five days ago, 9 a.m. Central Time. And they were ranking quarterbacks. At 13 came in Deshaun Watson for the Houston Texans. Hmm. Now, we can admit, Deshaun has dealt with a lot. Protection issues, not having the chemistry because of missed time, whether it was missed time from him, whether it was missed time for other players. We could throw a bevy of things out of there, right? A lot has happened. But Deshaun Washington is a guy who threw for over 4,100 yards, 8, 8.5, 8.3 yards per attempt, 26 touchdowns, uh, nine interceptions, which is a good turnover ratio. I mean, for every two and a half, you have uh, one interception. That's something he has to work on, I-, I admit. But he's also sacked 62 times. He also lost 384 yards due to being sacked 62 times with a 103 pass rating. His numbers is there. He's a guy who has improved. Uh, over the course of last season, he got better throughout the season. Let's not give him, let's not discredit how great he got throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Is he a number 13 quarterback right now? Well, let's look at how many quarterbacks would be in front of him. There would be the, the Pat Mahomes. I think he's in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. There would be like the likes of Russell Wilson. There would be the Big Ben, who I believe Big Ben led the league in passing yards last season. No, I would, I would, I would put Deshaun Watson over. Ben Roethlisberger. Well, so, if to you, me, if you go off strict what happened last season, I don't think you can. I I can. First of all, Ben Roethlisberger threw sixteen interceptions. Okay. And the the thing that hurt Deshaun Watson the most was the sacks, was the yards that he gave up. But that's not his problem. Once again, that was the offensive line. When you had a guy like Ben Roethlisberger, and this is another reason why I would put out to me, he's a top ten quarterback. Why? Because Ben Roethlisberger, I don't, I don't, I don't, I do not believe that he holds that standard anymore. He he really don't. Well, I think with Big Ben, you threw for thirty four touchdowns. I know you. you yeah, thirty four touchdowns, sixteen interceptions, mm-hmm. but you still had over five thousand yards. Yeah, I'm still taking Big Ben over him, but I think going into this season, Deshaun Watson is in a place where. He's not in a prove-it year because he's already proved that he's here and he can play. 
He's already proved that he play, played 16 games last season. Or uh, was it 16? How many games did Deshaun Watson play last season? It was all 16 games. All 16 games. You put up numbers. You led your team to 11 and 5. You make the playoff. You win the uh, playoffs. You win the division. I think Deshaun Watson has proved himself. But once again, is he? I'm just asking you, is he a top 10 quarterback? I think going into this season, he will prove to be a top 10 quarterback. I can see Deshaun Watson ending this season between. Top eight. Top eight. Okay. I got a list. I, I think, I believe he's probably, maybe six. That's, I, I'm not mad at that. And, <laughs> and here's why we, we really have to take a step back and say, okay, let's look at what some of these other guys have mm-hmm. for weapons. And let's look at the lack of what Deshaun Watson has had for weapons. Because we know he has a Will Fuller as a weapon, but lack of. Mm-hmm. We know he has DeAndre Hopkins, the best receiver in the league. He's there. They also brought in talented receiver Kiki Cutie. Lack of uh, the lack of time to throw the ball because well I'm getting sacked sixty two times. Mm-hmm. So I think he would end up in the the area f- between six through eight. But I'm I won't be surprised if he makes a push for that top five spot. I wouldn't be surprised at all. Okay, I got a list right here, and I'm going to ask you. You tell me either yes or no. Will he surpass them in 2019? Course number one, Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Okay. Drew. Pat Mahomes is, who am I taking over to Sean? Mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes. Drew Brees. For this upcoming season? Mm-hmm. No. Why? I'm just not taking Drew Brees over to Sean Watts. That's my Why? pick. Can please continue. Okay, Phillip Rivers. I will take Phillip Rivers over to Sean Watts. What the hell, John? Please continue. You want to take... Watson over Breeze, but you're not going to take Watson over Phillip freaking Rivers? What has Phillip Rivers done in his career? We're talking about right now. It, that's right, right now. now. Drew Breeze uh, numbers uh, was damn near. Drew Breeze I'm numbers. Drew forward, Breeze. That's my decision. Andrew Luck. I'm taking Andrew Luck right now. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Jared Goff. Deshaun, I think Deshaun Washington is by, by, by far better quarterback than uh, Jared Matt Goff. Ryan. Deshaun Watson. Ben Roethlisberger. Big Ben. And, of course, <laughs> the, dog, the, the damn goal. <laughs> Tom Brady. I'm taking Deshaun Watson over. Moving into this season, I am taking Deshaun Watson. I just don't understand. So, based off... What the, John, I, no. Okay, now here's my pick. I'm taking Pat Mahomes over Deshaun. I'm taking Drew Brees over Deshaun. I'm taking Deshaun over Phillip Rivers. Deshaun over Andrew Luck. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Aaron Rodgers over Deshaun. Taking Russell Wilson over Deshaun. I'm taking Deshaun over Jerry Goff. I'm taking Deshaun over Matt Ryan. I'm taking Deshaun over Big Ben. And I mean, you you still gotta respect the man. I'm taking Tom Brady. I'm taking Watson over. Here's my thing about Watson, though. I mean, I think we can if we're naming those guys because we didn't even name Kirk Cousins. We didn't even name the Kirk. They're, but they're not the, the we guys didn't that I just we didn't named even name were Stafford. Top we didn't, ten going top ten based off of last year. We didn't even name well. Kirk Cousins had a, a good year, by the way. It wasn't uh, better than 
Deshaun Watson. Well, we didn't even name like the Matt Staffords. We didn't even we didn't name Dak Prescott. I'm just saying, but here's what I'm saying. We didn't name a lot of guys, and the guys we did name, they're either already great or they're Patrick Mahomes, who everybody is taking him over anybody. So he's in great company. For him to be in great company and still be ranked 13th last year, according to the, 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 the blog, then yes, I think Deshaun Watson would end up between six through eight. And I believe if his team around him can be healthy and stable. Uh-huh then the possibility of him becoming a top five quarterback for next season would be great. I'm glad you say if and once. This whole show just been about if. The if. If, 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 if. Shout out to Mike Bullock. Mike Bullock, man, if you're listening, you you really gave me and John something to talk about today. You think so, John? He definitely did. Yeah, and I, I appreciated that conversation because we had a chance to explore a lot of what the possibilities can be compared to history. Mm-hmm. And whenever you look at future possibilities, you always have to look at what happened in history and what transpired either before, during, or after. That's what the Texans are right now. We already know what, what happened before. This is the doing and then what's going to happen to continue the organization to be better and better. Before we get out of here, guys, Thank you for listening to our show today. Remember, you can subscribe to the show on the Himalaya Podcast, as well as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and please check us out. You can argue that sports.com. We have a lot of young writers putting out some good content, whether it's the, the articles, whether it's podcasts, and you can also check out our culture section as well. We're just trying to provide a one-stop shop, Houston Media, publication for sports and more. And whenever you get in your car, just tell your smart device, play Locked On Texans. It'll get right up for you. Until next time, we are the Bulls on Parade with a party twist. The players from the Himalayas. I am John, some sports guy Hickman, and always to the right of me, my man. Cody Davis. Please follow me on Twitter at Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And I am regular some sports guy. Peace. You are locked on Texas. Your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.